Hello there, all you naughty folks. Larry here to tell you that Naughty Soda is now able to be found locally on your store shelves and in some bars and growler stores. If you didn't know, Naughty Soda is a 100% all-natural alcoholic soda. We only use real cane sugar, real fruits, and real spices to make our sodas. So good, you won't want to put them down. Also available in limited release, Ironmonger Beer. What makes you naughty? Naughty Soda is an alcoholic beverage with a 5% alcohol by volume. Please, Naughty Responsible. Hello, all you crazy listeners out there, and welcome to another Team Rally the Podcast. Yes, yes, I know, I know. Calm down, I'm back. I'm here a little bit, anyways. I've had some things to work out. So, uh, yeah. All right, well, this week, the boys talk about Tesla tiles, uh, stealing leftovers, and the Sunny Moon Orchestra mini tunes, corkers. Oh, I love those crisps, they're amazing. And uh, weird news. So uh, sit back, relax, grab a naughty soda or an ironmonger beer, apparently, and uh, enjoy this episode of a Tim Rally of the Podcast. See you again. <laughs> hey, before we uh, get into whatever you're going to do, you heard about Elon Musk's new uh, product he's coming out with? Who? Elon Musk. Who? You don't know Elon Musk? I don't think I do. The guy who created the Tesla? Oh, that guy. Yeah, the space. I don't know about him. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, look, I'm squeaking the chair. Hey, you got to squeak. It never gets old. So, I never get complaints about it. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't, because Harry doesn't talk. He is making solar energy roof tiles. Oh, I saw that. It just popped up on my Facebook real quick. But I was like, ooh, that's actually, ooh. <laughs> I was like, that's actually pretty cool. Now, I know they're going to be probably pretty pricey. But yeah, it's gonna cost a fortune to do your roof. Yeah, I imagine you don't do the whole roof in them. No, yeah, you do the whole roof, Oof. but that pulls you off the grid completely. Like you don't pay electrical bills anymore. Yeah, it blinds the neighbors. Oh God, no. <laughs> but uh, it, they're pretty cool looking. I was looking at that. I was just like, ooh, that's kind of neat. So I'm looking into it. Would the HOA let you do it? They wouldn't know the difference. It looks like like a regular roof. Well, it's kind of a glassy look. It's kind of a glassy look, but it'll look like a regular roof. But it won't match the other ones. Maybe they'll do it for all the others then. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they probably won't. Our HOA dues went up $4,000 <laughs> a month. <laughs> a week. <laughs> but I, I like it, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look into it and see what I can find out more about it instead of just the little news blurbs I keep catching. Because I think it'd be a neat idea. I don't know. The price on the Tesla's come down so much. Yeah, it has actually, strangely enough. And new one they're putting out next year. <laughs> no one can afford to buy them. <laughs> I see tons of them. I know, I see like one or two maybe a month. Yeah, that's because you live in the Jewish area of town where everybody's really cheap and they walk to Temple every Friday. That's not because they're cheap, that's because they're Jewish. Oh yeah, I forgot. That's because they're cheap. No, being cheap does not make you Jewish. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> This does. No, it doesn't. In worst case scenario, it works the other way around, maybe. Yeah. Worst case scenario. Yeah. People don't just suddenly become Jewish because they're cheap. Especially when you're watching that, what's that show on TV? Like the people who are insanely cheap 
Oh, that guy who buys, yeah. like the guy who buys his three ply and then splits the toilet paper into one ply each and re-rolls it up on other. Yeah, and there's like that kind of stuff. That guy who goes to the restaurant and grabs people's leftovers instead of getting his entree and stuff like that. Ew. Yeah. You, you never know what that guy ate. Yeah, yeah. Well, not ate, but had. It's stuff like that. Yeah. I saw that. Most of those people aren't Jewish. Most of those people are weird. Well, yes. Um, I saw somebody do that in a hotel a couple of times. Raid the room service trays? Yeah. The guy went down, he grabbed an empty room service tray from one, and then he, there was like a half-eaten steak, and he took that and cut off the eaten side and put it, and he grabbed a thing of... That's why you always eat your steak from both sides. (laughs) He grabbed whatever bread was left over. Somebody didn't drink, like, one of their little bottles of booze. So you don't put it on the room service tray and put it outside? You leave that in the room. He... Put it out. I was really creeped out by it, actually. You never know what that guy did. He could have peed on his steak for all you know. Could have drank the booze and <laughs> filled it back up. Yeah, could have. Could be water. Because it was a little vodka thing. <laughs> you know? It's Kero syrup. Kero syrup. When a guy goes in his room and corks it and tucks it back, it's like, oh my god. That's very sweet. <laughs> I don't think they brewed this long enough. It's water with alum. <laughs> Head shrinks like in the cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> it's vinegar. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my god. Oh, it's like being back at home when mom used to catch me lying. Now, I need to explore Larry's background a little bit further, but. No, my mom never did that. Maybe for another day. <laughs> I did eat soap once. Not because he did anything wrong, just because it was. <laughs> it's just hungry. It's... It smelled good. <laughs> it smelled good. Was it Irish Spring? Burn, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not bitter like that old spice. <laughs> oh, I hate that ivory stuff. No flavor. No flavor at all. <laughs> it just floats there once you eat it. After he's eating it, you gotta shake him. <laughs> That's when the fun happens. There's <laughs> <laughs> like the Lawrence Welk show happening here. <laughs> it's like living with Don Ho. <laughs> Tiny bubbles. Yeah, in the Larry. <laughs> thanks for explaining. Yeah. <laughs> for our listener. Yeah, yeah. Google it. Up there in New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> what? Is it the candy that you found? Hey, Larry. Hey, Chris. Do what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it again. Well, you sent me a picture of some really cool candy last night. Oh, no. no. Oh, fuck. That would have been a spoiled surprise. I wouldn't buy it. That was expensive. Oh, you suck. Hey, you want to see what my uh, bartender, Corey, is doing? Depends on what she's doing. Oh, it's really cool. She's making flowers out of uh, spent bottle caps. Oh, okay. I thought it was like she's, is she live on Facebook? What's she doing? No, no. Well, pudding wrestling. Good luck with that. <laughs> well, we got this private room and everything. <laughs> I think we'll start with this one. You may need a utensil to open this. I, I... So when I was at the candy shop, I didn't buy any candy. That's odd, but okay. Then they bought some candy. They were macarons. They were expensive. They were macarons? Yeah, they were expensive. Those cookie... Yeah. Ma- okay. They were birthday cake macarons. Well, remember, macarons to me also means a coconut blob of goo that you eat during Passover. Yeah, but instead, Calm down. instead of buying candy, I found 
Potato chips. This. Corkers. Okay, let me redo this properly. <laughs> and Corkers. British good taste. Pork sausage and English mustard flavor. Hand-cooked crisps. What flavor? Pork sausage and English mustard. Hand-cooked potato crisps with pork sausage and English mustard flavor. Not uh, since Dick Van Dyke has an accent been this thorough. <laughs> with a taste that warms you like November bonfire. Well, that's November. The, sis- bonfire. <laughs> the sizzling sausage ness is enlivened with yummy yellow heat. A crackling crisp... <laughs> yummy yellow heat. There's the name for the episode right there. <laughs> yummy yellow heat. <laughs> I'm writing that shit down. <laughs> a crackling crisp the corkless way. Ingredients are potatoes with an E, sunflower oil... I can put an exclamation point behind it. Yeast. <laughs> yummy yellow heat. <laughs> yeast, extract powder, potato with no E, starch, whey powder from milk, you forgot. What? Hey. Hey. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it like a British guy. And salt? I'm doing it like a chimney sweep. I, I don't do cockney. Uh, no, you think you don't. Wheat flour, <laughs> sugar, spices, mustard, black pepper, mace. Windu. Nutmeg. Windu. Natural flavorings. This is his sister. Herbs. Sage. <laughs> Thyme. Parsley. Sage. Bay. Rosemary. Onion powder, natural color, paprika. Allergy advice. For allergies, see ingredients in bold. For allergies, take Benadryl. Store in a cool, <laughs> dry place away from bright light and strong odors. Don't expose it to light. <laughs> Great. How are we supposed to open this thing? What's that, fucking mogwai? <laughs> Made in Britain. Open up a packet of sausage and mustard-flavored mogwai. Every care is taken to ensure these crisps reach you in perfect condition. Do not ha- get wet. If you have any complaints regarding your product, please return the packet and its contents to the address below, stating uh, when and where it was bought, and we shall be pleased to reimburse you and your statutory rights are not affected. Do not talk corkers. <laughs> corkers. Here's to the quirky... Here's to the innovators. Here's to the British twist on tradition that drives the nation's quintessential creativity. And here are the crisps fashioned from those characteristics. Unearthed from the rich... Unearthed? Unearthed from the rich Fenland soil on our farm. Hand-cooked for extra... They have a farm in Finland? (laughs) Fenland. 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 Yeah, not Finland, Finland. Uh, hand cooked for extra yeah, crunch. Shut up. And naturally flavored with flair. Ric Flair? Woo! It's got a bunch of like pins and buttons in it. Original iconic caucus. So there you go. Suitable for vegetarians. No artificial or added MSG. Hand cooked. Award winning Natrulo Spuds. Corkers! Right. They can't see you make funny faces in porn. <laughs> they can't see you doing your Vanna White. Nor should they. Alright. I cut the top off. Don't get it in the light. <laughs> Alright. 
Sausage. No, no bowl. I don't taste the mustard. I do. Probably enough, I taste the sausage though. That's disgusting. I just threw that in for Klaus. <laughs> he, does, he does what? <laughs> I heard about you. Ooh, Chris likes to taste the sausage. You're actually pretty good. Hand cooked. How do you do it? <laughs> Here's one. No, you grab a piece of potato, you dip it in the fryer. <laughs> That's what makes it taste like sausage. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was this Halloween. <laughs> well, he's going to be loud on the podcast. Yeah, they're, they're crunchy. They're like kettle cooked. I'm sure everybody appreciates you crunching in their ear. These are good. Where'd you get these from? That candy store. That candy store? It's called Lolly something or another. I'm going to look it up now. Lolly something or another? Yeah, I'm going to look it up. I want to go back so I can buy like 45 bags of these things. Did you have to pay in your British pounds or euros? No. Hmm. We'll take a picture of this. <laughs> Lolly and Pox. All right. L-O-L-L-I and Pops. The purveyor of sweetness, proud to bring candies and gifts to the world. We operate a chain of stores across dot, dot, dot. It's just a blurb, is not <laughs> Oh. Those are pretty tasty. Yeah, they are. I thought there was going to be some yellow heat. Well, I mean, it's mustard. There's no yellow heat. It's not like... It's the name of my new exploitation film. Yellow heat? Yellow heat. It's going to be an all-Asian... I didn't say that. It's going to be all jaundiced people. <laughs> sure. Detective Fitch has a problem. <laughs> He's not going to let a little thing like that slow him down. Dirk Benedict stars in yellow heat. He's still a viable action star. With his co-host, George Hamilton. You know how much makeup that would require. <laughs> It'd be better to do it in color correction. <laughs> I imagine you probably have to do a lot of color correction on George Hamilton. Just normally. Have you seen his Kentucky Fried Chicken commercials? Well, those are gone now, but yes. Yeah, it's the creep Linda out. With all the hands? No, just because it's George Hamilton playing Colonel Sanders. Oh. Well, he's extra crispy Colonel Sanders. Yeah, no, he's extra crispy Colonel Sanders, which means he's either desperate for money or he has a very good sense of humor. We already knew he had a pretty good sense of humor. He was on Hollywood Squares a lot. It was pretty funny. If he had a good accountant, I think he should be having any money problems. I mean, he's on beach and go to parties. But he doesn't pay for any of it. Somebody else pays for all the parties. Someone that pay for the house on the beach. It's somebody else's pe- uh, house on the beach. Unless <laughs> he lives in guest houses. Yeah. He just goes from guest house to guest house. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Every six weeks, somebody gets to make that phone call. You'll never guess who's in my guest house. <laughs> George Hamilton. How'd you know? Yeah. You just left mine. This is the fourth call this year I've gotten like this. <laughs> Since no one knows, so I have Nikato Kalen that has to be George Hamilton. <laughs> you gotta take like a whole handful to get that yellow heat. Yummy yellow heat. Yummy yellow heat. It's good. I like these. Yep. Good call, Chris. Oh, they're supposed to be unusual and all that stuff. Well, but they are kind of unusual. I mean, they're chips. I mean, when I buy these things, I'm hoping for more of a, it's awful, because it's funnier. Well, next time you buy chips like this, make sure they say, like, liver and onion. Or, you know, Duke and pea. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a British cracker there. <laughs> Duke and P. Duke and P. I thought it was a British television show, honestly. 
Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get back to Duke and P on BBC Four. Our authentic British crisps, Duke and P. <laughs> I've had mushy pea flavored chips. He's a, he's a hair's breath away from writing it down. <laughs> nah, I don't think I want to do Duke and P. Nothing goes better in your mouth than Duke and P. <laughs> That'd be a Klaus commercial, anyways. No, Tina's got to do that one. <laughs> Not like that. Are you serious? <laughs> okay, now I have to write that. You're a bastard. Yeah. Mm. What was that going to do with anything? <laughs> oh, man. My management style. Yeah. That's how I get things done. <laughs> I make it seem fun. <laughs> sure is fun whitewashing this fence. <laughs> Boy, I hope nobody comes over here and... Painting this fence, not washing it. Whitewashing. Oh, I thought you just said washing this fence. Hope someone doesn't come over here and help me because I'm having too much fun. Yeah, thanks, Huckleberry. Especially not Clint or Steven. <laughs> they would enjoy this far too much. As read by Tina. As read by Tina. <laughs> so it's a Klaus commercial as read by Tina. It's she really hasn't done a lot lately. I think she's trying to take a back seat to the to the show. To the alcoholism. We don't know if that's what it was. Well, it's not anymore. I don't know. All that ganja. <laughs> and you know, with Neil. Corkers! British good taste. It even sounds British when it crinkles. Crinkles with an accent. <laughs> Not those American crinkle, 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 crinkle. This is very posh. Crinkle, 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 crinkle. It's not Thurston Hell of the Third. <laughs> Good day. Cue British music. As you know, me and the guys went to see Doctor Strange. Uh, yes. What did you think of it? I liked it. Did you? Because Talon says it looks like the MCU needs to pick up, pick it up or something, didn't no, he? No, he was just saying that, it, that something about it felt different than the other movies. Yeah. Well, it feels different than the other movies because the ending, I don't want to give away any spoilers, the solution to the problem is a lot more cerebral in Doctor Strange that it is the other movies. Well, yeah, the which, other movies which seems are, are straight-up action films. Which, I mean, is the, not surprising for the... Yeah, he's the Doctor, Doctor Strange for... I mean, you know... But usually at the end of the Marvel movie, you have a big fight between the bad guy and the good guy, and there's a lot of explosions and... Wow! Yeah. Bam, piff, wow. You know. <laughs> no, that's Batman. This one doesn't have that. It has a more, like I said, cerebral... Vert, zap, poof... <laughs> A more cerebral solution. And there's a lot of talk about the inevitability of death throughout the movie. As I told Talon, that tends to inhibit a sense of giddiness. <laughs> that is who you are. It, it's different, but it's still, I mean, it's still a good movie. I, I enjoyed it. Linda liked it. It looks phenomenal, so... Neil freaked out and had to leave. Yeah, uh, well... He couldn't cope. He was tripping balls when he was watching the commercials, too. So that thing about the, the whole world bending. He's like, ah! ran ran downstairs. I was like, don't go to Klaus's. Oh, don't go to Klaus's in comfort. Because <laughs> it'll make you uncomfortable. <laughs> in a lot of ways. So 
Since you've got a renewed interest in records. Yes. We stopped by the Goodwill to pick you up some albums for your collection. Ah, okay. So I will... So for this installment of our new bit, which is, you know, not at all pre-planned. No, not at all. I will show you what Harvey picked out for you. Harvey picked this out. Yes, this is... The Sunny Moon Orchestra Mini Tunes. Mini Tunes? Mini Tunes. As in little tunes. Special for disc jockey radio only. You'll need to keep... Actually, that's kind of cool. You'll need to keep this handy. Complete selections in separate tracks. Shorter than the shortest record length. The sponsor's delight! The, air quotes, new top dance band with the, air quotes, new beat. The Sunny Moon Orchestra, the prettiest of, air quotes, pretty music with the rhythm that makes the hits. Mini tunes, exactly timed around a minute each, 27 great arrangements. Oh, wait, wait none of them run a minute. Oh, really? Uh, one title word song. title songs from 45 seconds to a minute, 57 seconds, all under two minutes. From the Sunny Moon Orchestra Warner Brothers record album, Let's Dance All Night with Mini Tunes. You will seem to be playing more songs and more music per quarter hour while you are actually getting in more commercial time. One, especially banned hey, for easy cue-ins. There's a conspiracy. Yeah. Two, 10-second separations between selections. Cue in on spread. Music starts each track. Basically, 10 seconds between each track makes it easier for the disc jockey to cue it. Yeah, to drop the needle, yeah. Uh, from 45 seconds to a minute, almost two minutes, a song for every need. And this is in bold, a close to quarter hour when time is short for better program pacing to break up consecutive vocals with instrumental relief to leave room for that necessary commercial when necessary. Uh, As opposed to the unnecessary commercial when necessary. Yes. To feature dance band music in today's idiom. To add... Today's idiom? What about yesterday's idiom? To, the, to add excitement to your show. Oh, oh shit. Just... Play, 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 play. <laughs> For the perfect program openers, short, brilliant, and sweet, uh, to add nostalgia of the old to the best of the new. So uh, wait a minute. If this is supposed to be their new record, yes. How is it going to add a sense of nostalgia with? Add it says right here, short and sweet. Uh, I can't read it. If you turn, <laughs> short and sweet, complete size with the new beat for <laughs> DJ Radio. Please credit the Sunny Moon Orchestra, Let's Dance All Night album, Warner Brothers Records. This is actually a promotional record release for that album? Yeah, I, I, I guess. No, I'm saying that. I'm telling you that. Oh. So when that album came out, Warner Brothers released this project. Basically, the idea being that if the DJ gets to the end of his quarter hour and has a minute left over, he can play one of these tracks. Yeah, talk over it if you have to. So here's side one. Serenade. Lullaby. Know how, who, before, always, remembering, supposing, aloha, because, symphony, poem, go, apparently Ben Franklin in the band did that one, uh, tenderly, and I had an affair. Well, that's not one word. What? It's affair. Oh. Vocals by Ben Franklin and the Sunny Mooners. Side two. Dysteria. Sorry. Sorry. 
Plague. So, <laughs> it's a concept album. Side two. Maybe. Rabid. Exciting. Nevertheless. Dream Love. Fractured. Paradise. Yesteryears. Careless. Discontent. Bewitched. Evil. Unfinished. Everywhere. Another serenade. And you. Me? You. <laughs> And apparently you're from the great Zigfield, MGM. Uh, note, all traditional selections adapted by Herb Hendler and arranged by Gary, Jerry Gary. Jerry Gary? <laughs> composer's name. Any relation to Harry Gary? <laughs> composer's name precedes theirs in above writer credits. I like on the back, it says, see other side for details how to use. Full details on other side. Short and sweet with new beat for the DJ radio. All right, well, go for it. Let's see what we got going here. As we always do, we'll start off with the first track. I like DJ inspired stuff, so. I believe this is from 1959. Pop radio took off. It was pop radio at the time. Uh, at the time. Not that rock and roll influenced radio. Funny in his orchestra. And that is it. There's two. Oh, they've got the Warner Brothers, uh, the picture of the Warner Brothers um, studio lot on the inner sleeve. Yes, they used to do that. 1958. Sounds close. Yeah. It's in remarkable shape for the age. Oh, wow, yeah. It's very nice. Reminds me of one of those Bronco albums. Those were kept in the safe. No, they always had like these really thin tracks and then the large gap in between them. Yeah. For no explicable reason. Like my brother had one. I guess it was supposed to be like a disco party album where each song ran into the next song. Yeah. With very little gap between them. Mm-hmm. Well, that was interesting. We could try track 10. Okay. Not track 10, it's track 5. <laughs> we can try. <laughs> Here. That better much, much better. <laughs> we can try track 5. <laughs> or off, babe. <laughs> or before, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> Before you turned around, I loved the sound of your laughter. Crooning. Before we said hello, I seemed to know what came after. I met you in dreams where we stood here like this. Being polite while I longed for your kiss. Being polite and then I raped. Oh, and all under two minutes. That's coming The Sunny Moon Orchestra credit And their album, Let's Dance All Night. Available at your local record store. Probably not. Anymore. Yeah, you never know. Oh, there you go. Ta da! The beer! It was all of 58 seconds. 
Oh, there is one track on there that's one minute long. There's a, there's a few. It's called Always. Oh, man. It's Irving Berlin. Always for the next 60 seconds. So what's next there, Chief? We will finish up with side two, track 10. Track 25, depending on how you look at it. Everywhere? Yes. Yes, but does it jam? Oh, that's a nice vibration on the table. Can y'all feel that at home, monsters? <laughs> you never know. It's got some bass to it. It does. I did a good job of it through. Yeah, it's a pyramid. No, it's not. That's a woman. Thing from uh, Daily Earth is still. <laughs> You're horrible. was on there. Uh, let's see. Everywhere. Ben Franklin and the Sunny Mooners. Wow. Way ben Franklin ahead. sounds great for what? Like 200 years old at this point? Yeah. So what do you think? Well, I thought that was cool. But I like all that kind of stuff. I, I grew up listening to doo-wop for heaven's sake. That wasn't doo-wop. No, I know. But that and uh, crooners. It's neat. I think it's funky that it's a DJ album. That's the thing that gets me. Yeah, well, <coughs> it's an excuse to play more commercials. True. And never, you know, if we play more commercials, everybody wins. Yeah. <laughs> we should start putting commercials in the middle of our show. New from AR Products. <laughs> Borg. Borg. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Q&D. The world's first automated plugging system. <laughs> yes, the Borg. The Borg. <laughs> Resistance is futile. <laughs> what? It's the Borg. It's an AI program for your computer that generates blog entries. Yeah, just post them. And then takes over other computers. It, re- it reads the first entry of your blog and it just makes more blog entries based on your first entry. Sure, yeah, yeah. Don't got time to blog. <laughs> Don't got time to blog. Blorg! We know everybody's got a life out there. Well, except for that guy. But Blorg! And tune in to the end of the episode for this commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I probably should write that down. Maybe I'll actually do a commercial this time. Let's see. What's this? I'm sure Tina will be very happy that you did. Uh, Resistance is Utah. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or maybe it'll be at the end of the next episode. Or maybe you'll have heard it two episodes ago, and we're just really late getting, it, getting this bit out. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Cue Borg music. Hey, what was that 
radically new intro music. <laughs> I don't know, but Neil needs to get out of <laughs> out of Harvey's office. Uh, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Larry. Hey, Chris. What you doing? I'm looking at the internet. Oh, let me try that again. What you doing? I'm <laughs> trying to <laughs> contain myself from punching you repeatedly in the face. Uh, I'm looking at the internet <laughs> while trying to keep the from whole thing. Wow. Well, no, not the whole. How far back do you got to stand to do that? <laughs> Very far. Mars. <laughs> to the moon. Uh, no, I'm just you know looking at a bunch of uh, porn. <laughs> weird news, actually. Weird news. What's that? It's, it's weird news. Okay. News about weird? News about the weird. News of the weird. Let's go with that. Oh, okay. There's actually a website called newsoftheweird.com. So. Um, steal their content. No, we gave them credit. We're not stealing their content. Apparently in Florida. Oh, boy. <laughs> there is some. There's uh, never any good news comes out of Florida. Yeah, and yeah. Happiest place on earth. There's always something bizarre going on. In October, eaten by crocodile. Yeah. Uh, in October, there was a rat, an arrest, and he was charged. This man was arrested and charged with kidnapping a four-year-old girl in Lakeland, Florida. The truck driver, Mister Wild West Hogs, was arrested. Mister Wild. Yes. Is West his middle name? It just says Mister Wild West Hogs was arrested in West Palm Beach in August and charged with trespassing at a public supermarket and screaming at employees. Wait, he was trespassing at a public supermarket? Yeah. How do you trespass at a public supermarket? I don't know. Um, Unless it was closed. Let's see. Uh, arrested in West Palm Beach, uh, Mr. Vladimir Putin was what? arrested in West Palm Beach for screaming at, at employees. The Vladimir Putin? No. Mr. Vladimir Putin. And in August, at the dedication of a new unit at Tampa's General <laughs> Hospital. You, you said unit. <laughs> and General Hospital. Pediatric Center. Children's Hospital? Long time satisfied patients attended, including Maria Lova, who told guests her son, now eight, was born there. I don't even know how to pronounce this. Y-W-L... Y O X Lover. You you, you will lot. Yeah. This just, I don't know how you pronounce it's just it. just not happening. If you can do it backwards, they'll disappear. <laughs> so, so that is called Names in Florida News. Oh, okay. So I get the bit now. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was funny. Uh, here's, a, here's another bit. Ah, 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 ah. Funny. Ass. Uh, it's weird. It's not funny. Oh. Spooky. No, it's not spooky either. Uh, judicial activism. Activism of the Jews. No. Jackson County, Michigan judge John McBain. McBain. <laughs> briefly, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> briefly gained notoriety in October when a Michigan news site released courtroom video of a December 2015 hearing in which... McBain killed a man. Well, no, but just to his name. Hmm? Just say his name. McBain. Thank you. Felt the need to throw off his robe, leap from the bench, and tackled defendant Jacob Larson, who was resisting one court officer 
the one court officer on hand to restrain him, yelling, Taze his ass right now. Bang. Is shown holding on until help arrived, with Larson perhaps undermining his earlier courtroom statements, claiming it was his girlfriend and not he who was the aggressor on an alleged stalking incident. So the guy threw off his room, wrote. Wait, 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 wait. I wasn't stalking her. She was stalking me. Mm hmm. Then she pressed charges. Mm hmm. Which in today's day and age. Can probably get me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But not in McBain's court. No. no. So here's another one. The damn character for the podcast, Judge McBain. Judge McBain. Taking the law in his own hands. You'd have to do that guy. Literally. (laughs) Yeah. I don't need this fucking robe. (laughs) I'll take your ass down as a civilian. Okay, so uh, here's another one. An ant, Air Bunnies, version of hell. A-U-N-T or A-N-T? An ant. An ant. A small bug that creates mounds in the yard. Like Adamant. No, like... No, like Adam, A-T-O-M-A-N-T, Adam Ant. Not Adam Ant, (laughs) Atom Ant. Yes, but not a cartoon character. Close enough. An ant ant. There's very small, I can't tell if they're cartoon characters or not. Very small ant. Researchers in Poland reported in August the survival, quote, end quote, of a colony of ants that wandered unsuspectingly into an old nuclear weapons bunker and became trapped. Oh, I remember this one. They kept falling down a uh, an air chute, but it would, you know, they like if it was in the ceiling, they would fall through the chute, and then there's nothing else. So they and they just fall to the floor. So it, it, there was a lot of them. Just okay, kept, so there's like a. Air vent up top. Up top. Then they, they crawl along and then they fall down. They fall. And they can't get back up to get right, out. because there's no way. So they're trapped, like, trapped in the basement. Yeah, yeah. They're trapped all the way to the floor. Now you're thinking to yourself, well, why don't they just climb the walls, right? Because there's no walls in a facility like that. Well, there's nothing close to the air vent. You know how ants work. They, they, they have to lay a trail down first. Yeah. So when researchers first noticed in 2013, they assumed the ants would soon die either freezing or starving to death, but they returned in 2015 and 16, and they found the population stable. The only guess, new ants were falling into the bunker, replacing the dead ones. Thus, ants condemned to the bunker slowly starve, freezing in total darkness until newly condemned ants arrive and freeze and starve in total darkness. And on and on and on and on. So apparently, there's a lot of stupid ants out there. <laughs> not stupid. They didn't have no idea what's down there. They had to go explore. Now, what they're doing is they're smelling these other ants in the pheromone or whatever they're putting down. And they're being... They're lemming themselves down the chute. Yeah. They're lemming, lemming them? Lemming themselves? Mm-hmm. Lemon, lemoning. Lemon, lemoning? Lemon? Lemon? Lemon lemons? Lemons? I love those lemon lemons. The lime ones I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some news of the weird for you right there. A little strange. It's a little weird. Well, I didn't say it was going to be extremely weird. Extremely weird news. <laughs> Zeno returned today. Zeno returned today. <laughs> and there you go. So, all right. So, cue weird music. How about some mad player music? You're a fun. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast this week. 
everything was really cool. Like I said, those corkers are great. I love them. Uh, I eat those crisps all the time. Uh, and I uh, hope you enjoyed everything else. It was a great show. So for Chris, Larry, and Harvey, I'm Tina saying, up oh, here they come, the men in the white coats. See you next time. Bye. This episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast, has been brought to you by Ghost Pepper Spray. You love spicy foods? Are you afraid your house is haunted, you big baby? Well, your products can cover your ass on both of those, buddy! Ghost Pepper Spray! That's right, this pepper spray is so hot, it'll even burn ghosts! That's bleeding hot! Now, you can protect yourself from that attack, whether living or dead. Ghost Pepper Spray. It's rated at 50 million Scoville units. And then we add a little spark for a burning ball of flame that will destroy anything in its path. Ghost Pepper Spray. So extremely hot, it's scary. Ah! Oh my god! I forgot to wash my hands before scratching myself! Ah! On fire! On fire!